Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Poetry Tea Time in Poplar Woods. I'm Ophelia Owl, and it's my job to tell you all about my town. Every week I'll be sharing just a little bit from all my animal neighbours here. If you love stories, animals and perhaps visits that require a bit of imagination, you're in the right place. Let's close our eyes and travel to the forest of poplar woods to see what everyone is up to. Beyond the city's endless rush, where people toil, no room for hush, lies a forest, wild and free. It's magic only some can see. Animals walk and talk with ease, building homes among the trees. Poplar woods, a world apart, a daily rhyme warms the heart. For every creature, big and small, share poetry tea time, one and all. The essence of fall was everywhere you looked. Crisp wind blew through the trees, leaves rustling beneath the animal's feet, and the smell of the apple orchard stretched all the way through the valley, straight into the homes of poplar woods. The smells could not go unnoticed. Mother, mother, little Daisy Mouse shouted. I smell the apples. Does this mean we're going to pick them? Mother Marigold stuck her little nose out her kitchen window and took a deep breath. Ah, she said, you're right, my dear, and it sure does smell magnificent. I believe you're right. Our trip to the orchard will happen very soon. Word spread quickly through Poplar Woods, as things often do in small towns. Chatter grew about the orchard brimming with crisp, juicy apples. But other news was also spreading quite the contrary. There were whispers of an issue at the orchard. Old Mrs. Magpie had mentioned that a group of crows were causing trouble, pecking at the ripe apples and ruining them all. It was decided that the only way to know for sure was to head to the orchard themselves. Mr. Hickory, being quite the organiser, took charge. We'll need baskets, wagons and, of course, a hearty spirit. We don't know what we will be facing, but we must find out if these rumours are true. He exclaimed, his fluffy tail twitched anxiously. Ruby Rabbit, enthusiastic as always, hopped along encouraging everyone. She knew there was strength in numbers and she was determined to have the entire town on board with the excursion. Rupert and Miss Honey Penny, will you be joining the apple picking? If the crows are destroying the crops, we need you. You're the only ones that can fly, Ruby pleaded. Oh, I suppose. Rupert, we better start preparing. Where is my fall hat? is our large basket. If we're going all this way, we will come back with apples one way or another, Henny Penny said. She didn't like to waste any time at all. I'll find them, dear, don't you worry, Rupert called back as he rummaged through their piles of belongings near the nest. There, nobody will be left out, Daisy said. Yes, I agree. We covered the entire town. 
Edwin said happily. They parted ways and excitedly headed home with anticipation of the big day on their minds. The animals gathered at the break of dawn and made sure they had everything. It was an all-day event, so there was definitely a bit of chaos as they set off. Once they finally did set off, the journey itself was filled with delightful conversations, songs and playful chases. They tried to distract themselves from the possibility of big problems ahead. Quilliam started an impromptu game of Spot the Apple, pointing out distant apple trees and awarding points to those who spotted them first. I see one! shouted Rugby and Ralphie Rabbit. I think I see another! Edwin called out. Well, I think I see a whole row! Quilliam responded. The excitement was building. As soon as they entered the orchard, the animals were met with rows upon rows of beautiful trees. But these trees were also filled with crows, and lots of them. Mr. Hickory rallied the group. We mustn't let the crows ruin our harvest. Together we can find a way to share the orchard. Ruby Rabbit suggested, What if we set aside a part of the orchard just for the crows? That way, they get their share and we get ours. With a plan in mind, the animals approached the birds. As they approached, the crows cawed menacingly. Mr. Hickory called up to them. We come in peace. We propose that this section, pointing to a corner abundant with apples, be yours if you let the rest of the orchard be for everyone. The crows looked at each other and called loudly. All the animal children covered their ears. But after a few tense moments, the lead crow nodded, accepting the truce. Everyone sighed in relief as the day took a happy turn. Hooray! they shouted. Let the picking commence! Henny Penny said in delight. Daisy and Lily Mouse with their tiny but nimble hands, climbed up and passed the apples down to Daffodil and Mother Marigold. The bunny triplets, Ruby, Rugby and Ralphie, hopped from tree to tree, their laughter echoing. Rupert showcased an unknown talent, shaking the tree trunks just right to make the ripest apples fall, while Henny Penny graciously collected them. Edwin, with his keen sense, uncovered a surprise. A patch of apple trees bearing fruit smaller and more golden than the rest. Golden delicious! exclaimed teacher Mary Lou, admiring the find. As the sun rose high in the sky, Mr. Hickory signaled for a break. Everyone settled down with their picked apples, taking in the beauty around them. And, as was tradition in Poplar Woods, Poetry tea time began. Everyone had packed up a picnic of treats and teas to share. Teacher Mary Lou read out a poem she'd penned for the occasion. In the heart of the orchard we gather today With apples around us in a grand array Golden, green and red they gleam Nature's jewels in a sunlight beam The trees stand tall Branches spread wide, 
generously offering with no place to hide, their bounty, our treasure for all to see, a testament of nature's gift to you and me. So let's cherish this moment, this gift so profound, with friends all around and love that's unbound. For in poplar woods, with every new dawn, the spirit of community forever lives on. With the poem ending, the air was filled with an appreciative silence, broken only by the soft crunch of apples being savoured. Just before packing up, Mr. Hickory stood up. Ahem, he began. Might I just end our time with one more poem? I think this one is much too perfect for a gathering like this. Mr. Hickory began. A Visit to the Orchard by Lucy Larkham Amidst the trees where the soft grass is growing, we pluck the fruit from the bending boughs. The robins look out from their nests to see who these can be under the apple trees. So happy they wonder, as happy as they, under the trees in the new mown hay. See how the wind makes the tall grass quiver. Hark to the brooklet that sings to the flowers. Let us sit down in this sweet-smelling clover and feel the charm of the silence and sweetness that fills the air in this bright summer noon. Under the trees, where we wish it were longer midsummer noon, with the bobolinks singing, singing and ringing their jubilant tunes. As they headed back home, hearts full of gratitude and baskets brimming with apples, they realized that it wasn't just about the harvest. It was about community, understanding and finding solutions together. Please join me, Ophelia Al, next week in Poplar Woods for some new poetry and new adventures. Until then, I bid you farewell.